Hey y'all, welcome back to another special edition of the Buddy Ruski Show. Today I have Mary Honderman of El Futuro with me to talk about their wonderful organization uh, and the incredible work that they do for the Latino community here in North Carolina. Uh, they provide comprehensive mental health services for thousands of folks throughout that community. Uh, so I'm really excited for you all to hear that conversation. Uh, this is dropping two days uh, before the El Futuro fundraiser dance party uh, that I'm co-hosting with the folks over at Ruby's at Five Points uh, to help celebrate their one-year anniversary in their downtown Durham location. Really excited about that event uh, and this conversation as well that you're about to hear. It really inspires me to know that there are Durham businesses uh, throughout the city that believe in this kind of work and, and want to collaborate to benefit their community. So enjoy this conversation. Hope to see folks out on Thursday. Uh, and without further ado, here's Mary Honderman. Let's jump right into it. Thank you again yeah. for um, sure. for chatting with me today about uh, El Futuro. Uh -huh. um, for <laughs> folks that will be listening to this, uh, I've partnered with uh, the folks over at Ruby's. Um, their one-year anniversary is coming up, and part of that celebration uh, is um, going to be a dance party fundraiser at Ruby's this Thursday. Uh, to help benefit a wonderful organization, um, El Futuro. So I have Mary Honderman with me today uh, to talk a little bit about uh, that organization and some of the great work that they do for folks who aren't familiar. Um, so Mary, if you would, um, just give uh, folks a, a brief overview of El Futuro and um, some of the work that you all do. Sure, thank you, Justin, for the invite. Um, I'm so excited for this celebration. I probably go, I'm not sure yet, depending on some family stuff, but I'm excited to just go and see people and be part of this celebration. Um, yeah, eh, eh, El Futuro is a nonprofit clinic that provides a comprehensive mental health services to Latino families. And we do it in a bilingual environment. And we say in an environment of healing and hope. That means that we build trust, we build, um, we create this space with people can go and feel comfortable uh, to share because it's not easy. And we understand that we try to um, make them feel at home and at the same time understand their culture and where they're from. Um, our mission is we, we say that we, we nurture familia, familias to uh, be stronger and be able to live out their dreams. So they come here in the first place uh, looking for a good uh, opportunities, looking for new opportunities to grow their families, their profession, or, you know, new opportunities because their home country, you know, they have problems or something. So they decided to move and they face 
different problems they face, a culture uh, problem with new languages. And uh, when the kids go to school, they feel confused. They cannot communicate well with their uh, teacher or with other friends. <clears throat> and that is a part of the process. And they face maybe depression or stress or anxiety, and they don't know how to handle those situations. So uh, we see all these uh, problems and difficulties uh, in our community. So that's why we think we we try to be culturally responsive with all those uh, situations and make them feel like at home uh, when they look for help. Yeah, that that's wonderful. And there's so many things, as you mentioned, whether it's at school, at work, um, in their everyday lives, that folks who were, you know, English may not be their first language, um, particularly in the in Latino community, um, that extra barrier um, can uh -huh. be a huge thing to, to overcome. Um, El Futuro has, has been around for quite some time. Um, yeah. For, for almost two decades and uh -huh. um, has, you know, evolved to accommodate many different services. Uh, but also the Latino community here in North Carolina has grown tremendously um, in the you know past two decades as well. Um, and so uh, could you talk a little bit about maybe how the organization has grown um, to keep up with the uh, demand or the need, given that so many more folks um, in the Latino community are moving to this area? Uh, yeah, as you say, the Latino community has been growing a lot. Um, after, I mean, since the pandemic started, we have seen uh, increased services by a lot, like every year increased, increased like at least 7%. Um, last year, now that I'm working about around the numbers and all these reports from the, the whole year, um, last year we had around uh, 1,400 patients, something around that. And uh, no, the, the 2021. For 2022, we had around uh, 1,900. So that corresponds maybe an 11% increase of services. So you can see how big is uh, this uh, people looking for uh, services in our clinic. Um, we also have increased in sessions treatments. And uh, now that after the pandemic, we keep working virtual with some patients. And we also open our clinics uh, are ready to in-person uh, services. Uh, so yeah, the the population is growing a lot. Um, uh, but it and the demanding of services growing as well. Um, let me see. Yeah. Um, and you uh, say something about the services we provide. And the main services that we provide 
I mean, we're looking, the people who look at us uh, for services is uh, number one is depression. Uh, a lot of people come to us because they feel depressed. Uh, the second most popular is trauma and stress disorders. And the third is substance use disorders. Um, that's the main three. Of course, we have anxiety, we have a... Um, uh, you know, uh, family disagreements, uh, communications uh, with other people, friends or teachers in the school with for kids, um, psychiatry uh, treatment, uh, bipolar or uh, this kind of uh, uh, disorder. Uh, so we have uh, also HDSD. Um, and these kind of things for for young and, uh, and kids. Um, yeah, yeah. That's, that's quite a few. I mean, that's that's a, a lot of things that you all are taking on. And um, you know, as you mentioned with COVID nineteen pandemic, um, you know, those things became um, even more important. You know, a lot of folks um, across the country were um, dealing with things like depression and anxiety and uh, a lot of services that people would normally have access to potentially, um, you know, those things may have been cut off from them during the pandemic because of lockdown uh -huh. or because, um, you know, you're just not, you're not in um, regular spaces where those services might be available, especially uh -huh. for um, students, you know, if students aren't in school, you know, maybe uh -huh. they're not getting, um, you know, meals every day from school like they're used to, or uh -huh. they're not used to getting um, other services in, in that way. So, um, uh -huh. yeah, I, I'm curious, um, maybe you could speak a little bit more to um, some of the ways that you all were able to navigate um, the pandemic and be able to continue to provide services, um, even while some of those challenges were going on with lockdown? Yeah, when the pandemic started in 2020, <clears throat> we obviously, we didn't have uh, a video call uh, appointments that didn't, you know, it wasn't considered. It was all in person, but we had to close uh, our two clinics. And when we when we close and that ha and that those things happen, um, we decided to try the video call appointments, and we could actually uh, attend a lot of people and get services to a lot of people in therapy, and and that was that was a surprise for us, and the demand of services grew. <laughs> So we had a very long waiting list during that time because it was hard for us just to do video calls, but not in-person appointments. So we had a waiting list uh, for some patients. And now I can say that the waiting list is a lot shorter um, by a lot. <laughs> and uh, we could doing um video calls we call it a uh, telefuturo uh, so now uh, some patients feel more comfortable doing video calls because 
maybe they don't have anyone who can take care of their kids at home while they're going to therapy. So uh, those patients, we try to do teletherapy and that's working excellent. Uh, other patients is a, like in-person appointments, so they go to the clinic and you know receive the services they need. Um, but yeah, uh, we had a lot of stress and anxiety during COVID. A, a lot of people reach up to us a, for solutions and help a, during the pandemic. <clears throat> I mean, the first year of the pandemic, a, because they feel like, what is going to happen? that uncertainty, you know, what is going to happen? How can I feed my kids? Uh, I cannot go to work. Uh, what is going to happen with my work? You know, all those situations brought some stress and anxiety for the future. And we help them to, uh, you know, get down and, you know, get, uh, feel better and, see another perspective and you know through therapy and psychiatry uh, or people who cannot uh, uh, sleep during the night for example so the psychiatry recommends some medication for that um, depending on the patient you know not everybody has medication but some of them require medication uh, to live better and could sleep at night and other stuff um, but yeah a our demand of stress and anxiety patients increased a lot during a pandemic. And the video call is still running. That's great. Yeah, I imagine a lot of folks um, had not experienced using video calls uh, before uh -huh. the pandemic and had to make that adjustment. And it's great to hear that you all were able to make that work and continue providing services for folks. Um, who, as you said, you know, had other barriers like transportation that may not allow them to um, uh -huh. come to an in-person clinic. Um, who are some of the partners that you all uh, work with, uh, either for outreach or just? I imagine that you know, doing the amount of work that you all do at El Futuro um, is a lot to keep up with. And so, who are some of the partners, whether it's, you know, schools, local schools, or other organizations that help you all um, in your efforts to bring these services to folks? We have a list of sponsors and partners who help us uh, financially, mostly, uh, to provide more services to the community. And those, some of those are UNC Health, uh, Duke, a Caring Hands Foundation or RTI. Um, we have new ones this year, like Old My, My Farm, a Weber Street Market. Um, we had real estate associates, for example, they are supportive. And uh, others like the Summer Church, and the UNC School of Nursing, uh, they provide a lot of help for us to keep going with our services and keep providing more services to more Latino families. Um, and we are so grateful to have them. We are so grateful to have their help 
uh, every year and we try to bring more people and raise awareness uh, for other organizations and especially the community uh, about mental health. So they realize this problem is real. And um, even for the community, when they, well, the Latinas, we we don't think mental health is a big issue. Um, and that is part of our culture, I think, um, because we think, oh, I can deal with this. This is not anxiety. This is just, I'm a little stressed, you know? And sometimes we hit situations like, oh, we, I cannot sleep. I'm worrying too much or I'm being upset, obsessed with something and that can grow and explode in some, in some moment. Um, so raise awareness and, and keep doing our job and uh, keep working with this organization, help us to send that message of what you're feeling is not okay, you need help. Uh, or some other organization doesn't know what we do. So they're like, oh, that is great. We can, I wanna be part of it. And we are so grateful to welcome those new organizations and work together um, for our community. Yeah, I. Um, th that's great that you all have so many different types of sponsors too and, and organizations that you partner with, whether it's health organizations um, or financial sponsors that can help support the work that you yeah. all are doing. Um, I'm curious because again, it is a lot of work um, that you all do within your organization. Um, but I think ideally, you know, some of these services that you all provide would become um, part of the systems that already exist um, so that uh, you know, for instance, in schools, that schools would be um, better prepared to uh -huh. um, facilitate uh, bilingual learning or bilingual um, counseling services for students. Uh -huh. um, uh -huh. Even when teachers, you know, send information home to be uh -huh. able to have that information uh -huh. be in both English and Spanish. Um, uh -huh. And so, um, are there ways that you all are? Um, able to provide services um, for folks so that, um, or, or build partnerships with organizations um, so that some of the work that you are doing can just become part of uh, everyday life and um, El Futuro doesn't have to sort of carry all of that, um, all yes. of those services. Yes, we have two programs. Uh, we have one program it calls La Mesita. La Mesita is a network of more than 1,300 uh, healthcare providers in North Carolina. <clears throat> so we train those providers to provide services, mental health services to their communities. So it's a way to extend our services uh, farther than our walls here in Durham. Um, and it, this network has been growing every year. Uh, last year, we have a, a little more than a thousand providers. So this year it was growing 
300 more, a little more, like something like that. Uh, but yeah, there is a, the, La Mesita is a way for us to expand the message, to train uh, more providers around mental health so they can reply and extend uh, the services to, uh, to their clients. Um, and of course, reach more areas, more counties and, you know, be a uh, farther. And another program that we have is called ALMA. And this program is about a training organization. It's, it's like more local training those organizations and schools, work with the schools and the, the, the psychologists in the school, for example. Um, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, um, uh, so ALMA is more uh, focused in a special and smaller organizations like the school, like the local uh, clinic, like the uh, other partners that work with mental health. Um, so these trainers go to different parts of the city and different organizations to train a, about mental health. That's great. Yeah, I I think that you know so much of the work that um, that you all do and other nonprofits um, is not just about providing service, but ultimately providing um, that educational um, uh -huh. you know doing the educational work so that our systems um, are better equipped to. Um, service everyone in our community uh, yes. and not leave anyone behind. Um, so it's, it's great to hear that those training programs are, um, that you are working in so many different areas and able to, um, yeah, help help develop those systems in a more um, equitable way. So yeah. um, I just have a couple more questions for you and, and I'll let uh -huh. you get out of here. Um, one, if you um, wouldn't mind sharing um, a... Um, a success or, or something that you all have done, um, you know, within the last couple of years, let's say, um, that you feel particularly proud of, or just something that you want to highlight that you think is a real, um, you know, important or um, cool thing that's come from the work you all have done? Uh, like a client story or yeah. uh, like experience? Well, we have tons. <laughs> we that's have great tons. to hear. <laughs> I, um, Let's see. Um, we had um, we have a couple that they're not client anymore, but they 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 were a client. Um, and the wife was dealing, I think, with uh, a, a stress, and they feel she feels like she couldn't communicate with her husband because he was mad all the time and that brought some stress and anxiety to her and she couldn't handle it um so she started to go to the clinic without him knowing um and she got better, understand a lot uh, uh, this behavior and um 
for some reason, I don't remember details and I cannot say details. Yeah. But uh, this uh, woman was in the entrance of the clinic and the husband picked her up. Um, so that's that's why that's how he found out that he was she was uh, doing treatment and stuff. And they start sharing, and she was uh, like, you know, he, I think he saw uh, she getting better, and she was encouraging him to go to the clinic. Uh, until he did, he started to go to the clinic, and it was a beautiful change in that in that home um the relationship change a how they talk each other change the anxiety problem it got a lot better and he i think he had some problems with a substance use and he got a, a counseling and therapy for this issue and he uh, got a lot better and all the environment at home you know transform to a, a completely different path. So we were so happy to hear that story and how uh, we started with her, but uh, at the end of the day, he needed services too, but he didn't know. He thought it was fine. Um, and every everyone at home changed. So we just so happy to serve this family. Yeah, that's great. And it sounds like you all have created a very family-friendly environment at El Futura as well. But to your point earlier, I think a lot of us um, who are going through different um, mental health issues potentially uh, try to find other ways to deal with it um, or think, oh, I'll just push it to the side. It's not that big a deal. Uh Um, But then it takes just that one time in the clinic or sort of that one time speaking to someone um, to kind of open you up a little bit um, and start to um, try to yeah make changes in your own life and those can um, also you know help people other people in your life you know once you're able to feel better and feel healthier um, that can start to um, you know yeah, improve your environment, um, not just yourself, but it can help make everyone around you better as well. Yes. So thank you for, uh-huh. for sharing that. I, I obviously, uh, yeah, want to keep people's confidentiality and, and all that. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, thank you for giving uh, that example, because I think that is a, a great one to hear. Um, uh, yeah, we are so happy to see all those changes in our community. I mean, um, it, we have a ton of stories, but yeah, it's just well, an example. I guess my, my last question then is, um, uh, I want to leave it uh, up to you to, to share anything more um, that you would like about um, El Futuro and, and maybe where folks can uh, learn more or read more about some of these client stories or just hear more about the work you are doing on a regular uh-huh. basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, my first call will be um, don't wait uh, any longer if you feel if you don't feel happy with your uh, with your life, if you don't feel comfortable at school or if you 
see your kids not progress at school or having problems making friends or talking with with communicating with their teachers um or if you if you don't if you cannot uh, sleep at night well because you're too worried or because you have a lot of stress and depression um don't wait on those things those things don't go away just overnight um we we are happy to help and people can reach us in two different ways we have our website and people can go and read uh, what we do and how we do it and connect with us and they can go to uh, elfuturo-nc.org um or a most of the people are more comfortable calling for making an appointment and they can do it to the 919-688-7101. Um, and we are happy to help the community. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And I'll make sure that that information um, gets on the website too. So um, if people forget, they can, they can find it there. Um, uh-huh. But thank you again, Mary, for for sharing uh, more about El Futuro uh, with me and and with the folks that will be listening to this. Um, I'm really looking forward to um, sharing in the celebration on Thursday uh, for the fundraiser, but then also continuing to um, try to promote and and get more folks involved with the the great work that you all do, because I do think it's um, super important, uh, the services that you provide. So yeah, thank you again for, for taking the time to chat with me. Well, thank you for the opportunity to expand our message and to raise more awareness uh, for these amazing front racing and support our work. So I hope many people hear this and join the party, not just because the party, but because of more Latino families uh, needed for, for services. So I'm so excited. I hope I can go uh, and join and, and be grateful and you know, know all the, the folks in there. I'm so excited for this. Thank you so much. Anything you need, please reach out to me and I can help i will do that thank you again mary and have a great uh uh rest of your week and uh holiday as well thank you you too all right bye